Thanks for tuning in to the Garage Cast this week. I'm your host Armand Hawker. I'm here with Chad. Big fun done. First off, I need to apologize for the uh, audio because uh, yeah, I forgot my computer. So shut up. We'll be all right. So, oh, that's what I, was gonna, I wanted to ask you about the Global Force for Games. Mm-hmm. So he runs like a community, or he's the kind of a network to kind of post everybody's stuff, or what? Yeah, yeah. To uh, I guess it's kind of to get. Um, I guess some eyes on the guys who are active duty military, right? Um, and and are still, uh, I guess you could almost say top tier athletes. Yeah, guys with elite totals and and some mm-hmm. some really really strong lifts. Uh, guys who got to stay within the confines of their physical training. Right. You know what I mean. But still push themselves to be as strong as possible and strong man. Uh, there's a couple of CrossFit, a lot of CrossFitters that are active military. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that's kind of the best carryover from you know Good their, their recreational athletic training to work related training. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess if they can enjoy something and, and be better at their job at the same time, you know, they're probably the ones who benefit the most. Um, and like I said, strongman and powerlifting too. So. So is it all? Are all the guys, or most of them, probably local, huh? I mean, you know, he doesn't have anybody from Boston, just because he's here, right? Uh, there's a there's a few guys um, on the page uh, that he's friends with. I know uh, Channing has. Uh, he lives in Florida, but he's right. uh, he was here right, right, back in 2010, 2011. Right. Um, and there's a few other guys from around the country, but it's mostly guys that train at Brute. Yeah. You so. think he'll ever try to put something together for him? Kind of just because it wouldn't necessarily be sanctioned, just something for shits. Uh, well, I know Brandon Lilly yeah. does a lot of training with military guys, right? And they have actually, um, I think they've discussed a little bit having uh, a military-based competition, basically, kind of almost like a ranking for right. active-duty military guys in the strength. Yeah, I think it would, it'd be something different. Help, uh, and I think. With how long we've we been at war? Past <laughs> ten years. Yeah. But with that big push on military pride, military thanks for your service, all that kind of stuff, I think it'd be a good selling point too. But yeah. it's, it'd be something too for uh, to kind of show that uh, strong men, crossfitters, powers, whatever exercises the competition will be, that we're out there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. think it, that'd be pretty good, pretty slick. And then if if nothing else, when that guy retires, I mean that's something he could run, and I. Pretty sure he'd he'd make a nice income off of it. Just as something he he could do a regional tour, but just yeah, setting them yeah. up, you know, all the East Coast or wherever. And eventually, I guess it would eventually end up kind of like CrossFit, how you kind of not buy into it, but those uh, hubs are everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's more of a, I guess, like a, a tent for everybody to be under, like a yeah. common a common ground for everybody to kind of not really be regulated. Right. But to kind of like a common standard for everybody to yeah. to adhere to. Be a good network too. Yeah. Um, to get people. I want to say uh, NAS. Uh, well, it's not North American Strongman anymore. It's a Strongman Corporation. Right. They have uh, police, fire, military, nationals. Right. So it's guys who are are active and retired, or or active, and I don't know what you call guys who like just get out. They don't really retire. They they've been dubbed but, vets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, veter- right. Veterans. Right. Uh, active duty, uh, firefighters, or I don't really prior firefighters or or police. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, first responders, I guess, uh, can't compete in police, fire, or military nationals. 
Right. Um, and that's that's a, actually a pretty big deal, or at least a, I, I've seen it um, in the past where it's, it's been pretty big. I'm not really in that community, so I don't really yeah. pay that much attention to it. Yeah, I think it, it'd be uh, it'd be a good way to go. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of I don't put you against guys in your field, and uh, it's it's a good uh, a good platform, I guess, for guys. You know who who choose that line of work to right. kind of compete against each other, and um, I, I can kind of relate to a lot of them, being that I'm in somewhat of a physical field of occupation right. um, where it, it is some days are really hard. I mean, I can imagine uh, cops or firefighters or military yeah. guys. I mean, you spend all day outdoors and you get a little something to eat, go to the gym, and keep training, and it's not easy by any means, especially right. in the summertime. Um, but I mean, you got guys who are Training in between deployments, training on deployment, training yeah. in the desert. It's the worst part. Is trying to get, trying to get uh, creative. I feel like the same. Like with me, I, I have a garage gym, whatever you want to call it. So I'm very limited. But then I have to go to a fitness center to mm-hmm. uh, whatever you want to call them to get any uh, further training. So yeah, it, it really forces you to be, uh, to think about how you're gonna create. How are you going to mimic any movements? Because that's the thing. Depending, let's say, no, we're not saying that he's doing it. But if he does do it, okay, well, what are the events? Are you going to have mm-hmm. a snatch? Are you uh, uh, going to snatch? Probably not. You have to keep him generic enough to be a, a com- competition, but then specific enough that it's not just some soup sandwich. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, also, uh, I guess training in itself um and I mean, you know, you say you have somebody who, who lives in one city, drives within the same city or to a neighboring city, you know, right, right. 10, 50 mile commute to work to an office, sits in an office all day, can uh, grab their food out of a refrigerator, right? you know, microwave it, do whatever, eat lunch at a table, go back to their desk, get off work, uh, or either change at work, go to the gym do their thing and you know they work a nine to five every day right where in some cases i might work uh you know I'm, i get up at five o'clock every morning and i'm at work by seven at the latest mm-hmm. i might work till three thirty, which is a pretty normal day um if it's raining i might get off early <laughs> right. if it, if if we're behind schedule yeah. i might work till five thirty, six thirty, yeah seven you know i've worked 14 hour days before mm-hmm. um so i mean really you know, it's it's a little bit harder for guys who don't have a set schedule. I mean, if you're a firefighter and you get a call to go to a, a wreck on the interstate, you're not going to oh, hey, guys, it's 5 o'clock. My yeah. shift's over. I got to go. Yeah. No, yeah. you're going to stay there till the job's done. Yeah. So you really, um, training, it, it can be hard, man, to, especially if you have uh, training partners or a training partner. Right. Um, a lot of times you get stuck training by yourself and you just got to have that mental uh, – I guess tenacity to just be like, you know what, today's been a rough day, but you just push through yeah. and, and do what you're going to do. And it really shows. Um, and I have a lot of respect for guys, you know, military guys and, and guys who, who don't work a, a clean cut nine to five job, yeah. you know, who still do what it takes. And I mean, I'm single and I catch hell sometimes. <laughs> uh, and right. I don't have a wife and kids yeah, it makes that, a lot that also pull yeah. You know, so I mean, when you you know somebody who can really balance family and work and training, I mean, it takes a lot, man. And especially if you're gonna eat to to fuel the hard training that it takes yeah. to be 
a top tier athlete, I mean, it's 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 a lot. It's a full time job, man. It's twenty four seven. You were talking about having a, uh, a nine to five. You work a nine to five Monday through Friday. For the most part, yeah. yeah. When I, I used to work shift work, and it would be Monday, Tuesday we work, Wednesday, Thursday we're off, forty eight hours off, and then what did I say? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off, Friday, Saturday, Sunday we work. Following week is the opposite. So a lot of times on those twelve, we work twelve hour shifts, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I would, it depends it depended on how I felt. Sometimes I would just go to the garage, same setup, go to my garage and just do something mm-hmm. because twelve hours. I got a 40-mile drive to work and back. It's 80 miles. <clears throat> Plus, I got to get all my equipment. Like, it's, it turns to a 15- or 16-hour work day. So, there would, there would be times where I would go out there and I would just, <laughs> I would, I would just like, 135 bench just to keep the muscles familiar. But then the next day, I could do a full workout. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, when it comes to those long or short days, uh, it, it, can get, it can get tricky on what your training program is. It's almost worse if you have a program because most programs are written yeah. – Four days and one off, six days and one off. But now I work uh, office hours, Monday through Friday, and it's become almost worse because now, like you were saying, when I get home, I get home, have a wife, I have three kids, one of them's a baby, and one year old. So without already being some sort of elite competitor or bodybuilder, something definitive, it's kind of hard for me to say now, oh, uh, I need another hour to go work out. Because mm-hmm. it's like, well, look at your fat, dude. You're not working. It, it, it's harder to make the argument. But, yeah, it, 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 be, it really gets difficult to try to balance all of that. Mm-hmm. And then come out on top. So that's why I think a place like Brute or any uh, commercial-style gym is good. Because, one, it if you can allow the time, it gets you away from the family, away from responsibilities. Yes. But once you get to that place, you can focus. Oh, yeah. It, you, get, you get in the car. And you and you got. I mean, you got to commit. You get right. in the car, you leave the house, you drive to the gym. Right. You're there. Might as well do your thing. Yeah. You know, you're at home. Oh, it's in the garage. That's you worse. Know. I've done that. I got home at seven o'clock. <laughs> it's seven. You know. Right. I'll get out there at eight. Well, eight comes. Eight thirty. Yeah. Eight forty-five. Oh shit! It's almost on. nine o'clock. Yeah. The wife's cooking. You know, dinner's gonna be ready in twenty minutes. Right. 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 Ah, I'll get to it tomorrow. Before yeah. you know it, you missed a week of training. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well, you know, today's the 21st. Mm-hmm. The first of next month, I'm going to hit it. Isn't it? Well, guess what? The first comes. Oh, man. Yeah, today is the first, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I get on it on the second. You know, and before yeah. you know it, you got shit collecting dust in the garage, man. And I, I've seen it. It's happened to me before. Yeah. You know, I used to train. When I first started, I was training. Um, I trained for football at school, but uh, sometimes in the summer, um, we only train two days a week with the football team, so right. uh, I started. That's, I mean, I started building my garage set up when I was fourteen. My dad and me, and uh, and I, I was I was pretty good at it for a while. Then I started working, and when I got out of high school and started working, then it was a uh, well, it was hot today. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I'm well, going tomorrow. You're tired, so you're gonna find an excuse to not do something. Oh yeah. It's like when, the- when you don't have to get in the car and go to the gym and commit to it. Yeah. It's so much easier. Like. Plus, it's it's way too easy to just put it off. When I, I, saw, I talked to Luke a lot, and that's what I tell him is that I think he's got like four guys or five guys that run down there with him, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I started telling him, like, it's so much harder without a workout partner if you already have not accomplished something. Like, uh-huh. say, at my strongest, I had not a workout partner necessarily, but there was a, a, a like a five o'clock crew. 
same guys every day, and you can you can ask for a spot, whatever. Mm-hmm. Once I lost that, I'm like, yeah, they left at 500, but there's no reason for me to maintain that. So now I'm finding excuses, and I've I've had days where I used to drop the kid off at daycare at what, seven o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, All right, I'm gonna walk a mile, and I'm gonna get back home. It's chest day or whatever, and I'm like. I got these video. I got these shows DVR'd. <laughs> Let me go ahead and check that out. But without that peer pressure from a workout partner or driving to the gym, because I think I want to say twice in my life, sixteen years of weight training, twice I've driven to the gym, not felt like working out, and turned around and went home. Mm. And but those were I didn't have a workout partner. But there will be days where I just like I'm not into it, because there's also days where I've been in the gym and I was just. Just do nothing. Just kind of walk around, do some curls. But though, and that's what I was saying, that sometimes you just have to at least do something. Because I still felt good. Mm-hmm. I go, well, yeah, I was supposed to do shoulders. I was supposed to do legs or something. But just doing something. Okay, tomorrow. Then the next day, it'd be a month, I have a lot more uh, fight in me. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, yesterday, it was just total bullshit. You know, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. So I got to get it today. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when it's, in the, when it's convenient... It's bad. And that's the only thing I don't like about getting any equipment. You know, treadmill. I have a row machine, right? But it's because my wife bought it mm-hmm. two years ago and never used it. Like, well, I can use that. Yeah. Right? But when it comes to certain equipment, if you don't keep it basic, that's why I don't have like a squat rack and all that stuff. I got an Olympic bar, a pull-up bar, and I think about 280 pounds in, in bumper plates and kettlebells and stuff. Like, just enough. If I want to do something, I can. If I don't, I didn't just blow three grand on a garage gym and I use them. Mm-hmm. You were talking about football. So, how did you... Is that where you started lifting? Yeah. So, what was... What, were you a bodybuilder? Were you... Well, CrossFit wasn't around. You were doing jazzercise? Like, well, what was <laughs> the... What did you... Why did you say you were playing football and you said, okay, football's over. Did you just kind of revert to what you knew? Squats well, and deadlifts? Well, really, what... uh Football is what got me in the gym. Right. Period. I mean, you know, we all did PE and right. everything. But when uh, the summer before ninth grade, uh, me and a friend of mine were hanging out, riding bikes around, you know, doing whatever. Summertime, you know, right. eighth grade, ninth grade kids, chilling during the summer, and he's like, "Hey, um, football's training today. You want to go? You want to go to the high school mm-hmm. and uh, train with the football team?" And I was like. Damn man, like I didn't, I didn't play. I played a little baseball in middle school, and uh, like rec league, community baseball. But uh, I had never really thought about playing sports in high school. Right. And uh, I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's go. You know, let's try it out. Football. You know, be fun. Right. My dad played football in high school. Um, and I was like, hell yeah, you know, it'd be fun to play football. So we got to school. I want to say it was like probably three o'clock. I think we started. Yeah. Man, the first day, <laughs> the guys had done some stuff and got the coaches all pissed off. We did, we go through stations, like, we'd split up linemen and backs, and then, like, half the line, half the linemen would go to, like, say, squats. Right. Half the linemen would go to incline, and then, like, half the backs would be on bench press, and another half would be on, like, power cleans. Right, right. And that was, like, the main four stations, squat, bench, incline, power clean. Uh, we had a station for like, uh, well, a lot of guys did like bench dips. They put yeah. like plates in their lap, do bench yeah. dips and like medicine balls. Or maybe it was like six stations, but either way we get split <laughs> up into each station, you know, so you'd have, you know, there'd be a bunch of guys doing squats and, you know, 
four or five squat racks, and y'all all split yeah. up, and a few people here and there. And uh, so, you know, the first day, we do, I forget, it was like 10 minutes on each station. Right. So, uh, you know, we do a station, and the coaches will blow the whistle, everybody lay on the floor, we do five minutes of abs in between every station. Yeah. Hell. Right, right. I woke up the next morning, man, I could not move. Sore from my chin to my toes. And did you even know what soreness was? Absolutely not. You just were like, why do I hurt? Yeah, why do I hurt so bad? <laughs> oh, am I sick? I don't know what's wrong. Right. And uh, so I finally got broke loose and moving around. That was on Tuesday mm-hmm. and uh, that we trained. So I woke up Wednesday morning feeling like like I got hit by a truck. Right. Uh, Thursday, it was pretty hard. But we still went back and... Uh, Thursday, it wasn't as bad. We did our stations. Nobody got in trouble, so we didn't have to get killed with abs. Right. But, uh, you know, then we'd, we'd weight train, and then we'd go out in the field. I think that Thursday, we went out in the field, and we'd do some agility drills. And uh, then we'd play, usually play, like, touch football or something. Right, right. And, uh, yeah, that was just our summer training. was two days a week. And uh, so I did that, and then, we, you know, we actually started dressing out August. I think I started training probably... I, we hadn't been out of school long, so I probably got a good month of weight training. Right. And then, uh, you know, then we started um, practicing every day, maybe into July. I think we got two weeks. We go, we put on, like, helmets. Yeah, yeah. We all got fitted with helmets. And uh, then we go out and actually, like, start having, like, white practices. And then August 7th was the first day of, of full contact pads, everything. Right. And I was scared to death. Right. But uh, not to make it a football story, but anyway, we got through my ninth grade, my ninth grade football season, um, and I, I got my ass kicked pretty good. Uh, I was slow. Right. I mean, right. it's not like I, I was like I didn't like hit, and I was just right. I wasn't very fast, right. and I wasn't super athletic. Were you? And a, I wasn't very strong. Were you still? A, were you a big kid? Uh, I was probably five ten, five eleven, about two hundred ten pounds. Really? Going into ninth grade. Is that big? I, can't, oh. I mean, that was pretty. Well, big. yeah, that's big. I'm too. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty big. So, wow. Um, after after we got through a football season, ninth grade, um, my dad had a, uh, you know, he did the the whole you know, weightlifting. I guess he was more, I guess, bodybuilding. Yeah. 1970s style training. That's all you trained your entire there. body every day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was no really strong man. I mean, the real world's strongest man wasn't even around in the seventies. I don't believe. Right. Um, not not nothing like it is today. I believe. I want to say the first strongest world's strongest man was in like nineteen seventy seven. But I mean, aside from that, you know, they trained the entire body. I mean, right. You did legs, back, chest, arms, everything mm-hmm. every day, every time you worked up. So I mean, a workout was you know two and a half, three hours of getting it. Yeah. And uh, this is before D ball. Most likely, yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, we actually, actually, my my parents bought a Bowflex when I was in middle school, right. um, and uh, you, know, you know, people buy shit and don't use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they get this stuff, and and it never really got used. And I, you know, I trained with the football team. We got through the season, and I started working out on that. And, I mean, you can. Don't knock the Bowflex. That thing... It's uh, resistant, like a resistance yeah, band, isn't it? Yeah, Bowflex is legit, man. Right. Um, for what it is. It's right, not right. free weights. 
but it's it'll give you a workout. Right. Um, so I started training on that, man, and I really I did a full body workout, and uh, I did that for probably a couple of weeks, and my dad really started looking at him. My dad has been a huge supporter, man, for everything I've ever done. Right. And I really owe a great deal of, of credit to him and his effort to make me better at what I wanted to do. Like, yeah. he never forced me to do anything, right. but he was definitely supportive. Um, and he he definitely gave me the uh, the means to succeed in what I've done. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, my dad did some looking around and uh, met a guy who's actually, uh, he still coaches Olympic lifting, um, Olympic style lifting. Uh, he owned a CrossFit gym for a while, but uh, he's got, at the time, he all four of his sons were Olympic lifters. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them were uh, top-ranked national uh, Olympic lifters at school age, um, USAW uh, weightlifters. Right. And uh, we started training at his house, uh, me, his boys and a few other guys um, from Great Ridge High School in uh, Chesapeake, right. different city. Um, but uh, he started training us Olympic style lifting, and uh, that really helped my uh, my speed, and my explosive power, and my flexibility. Um, <clears throat> you squat every time you train. There's some sort of squat, be it right. overhead. Front squat, back squat, there's something. You're doing something, some kind of squat. So the re- repetition is a muscle familiar, familiarity? Yes. Yeah, and, and really, I, and I really think, man, I love squatting to this day. And right. I mean, that's, it's, it's not, it's always been a pretty good lift for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, no, I trained, uh, I, we got hooked up with him, and uh, I actually went even through the point we started doing two a days going into tenth grade. Right. Um, I do two a days practice, get out of practice, go to Chesapeake and Olympic train. Right. Three times a week. And uh that really started taking a toll on me. I wasn't eating enough. <laughs> and, and and really between practice and being out in the heat and then yeah. trying to train, it was just kicking my ass. So probably didn't know how to eat back then either. No, I mean it was about... peanut butter sandwiches and, and packs of hot dogs. That sounds delicious, by the way. You know, yeah, I yeah. ate so many hot dogs. I mean, an entire pack of hot dogs didn't last very long. Right. But um, yeah. Rest in peace to all the pigs that it took to make the hot dogs <laughs> and the gallons of peanut butter. But uh, nah. I mean, dude, like going into school, right? Trying to gain weight. I mean, like a lot of us, man, especially linemen. For the most part, we just wanted to be big. We wanted to be monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, as much as we train and practice football, you're you're not gonna really gain. You're not gonna get fat. Right. So, dude, like a lot of us, the coaches told us, man, you want to be big, you want to be strong. Peanut butter sandwiches. Oh yeah. So I mean, a loaf of bread, and I'd make like six or eight peanut butter sandwiches, cut them in half, and stack a freezer bag, and that went in my backpack. Right. And that's what I ate all the yeah. time. I mean. In between classes, grab a peanut butter sandwich yeah, and yeah. chomp it down, going down the hall, man. And uh, but no, nah, I mean, so you know, I got through that. Uh, I pulled back from from Olympic training through the tenth grade football season, but as soon as football season was over, we got right back at it. And uh, I actually ended up doing a uh, my first um, weightlifting competition ever. Um, I forget where it was. Uh, I want to say we went up to Maryland for my first contest ever. Right. Um, it was at a middle school in Maryland. Um, and you're still in high school at this point. Yeah, right. yeah. I think I might have been 14. Um, 
But I did my first Olympic, you know, just snatch, three attempts snatch, three attempts clean and jerk. Right. Um, Olympic meet. And uh, I actually, I mean, I got where I was getting pretty good at it. Um, I was fourth in the States for my age and weight class as a school age lifter um, for for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, those those boys I lifted with, my coach's boys, um, his, uh, I guess Kane is the third oldest. He's got two two older brothers and one younger brother. Um, he's a heavyweight Olympic lifter. Right. Uh, I want to say he's the first American to clean and jerk over 500 pounds. Still active, you mean? Yes. Damn. Yeah, and uh, he's, I think, I believe he's looking to go into the Olympics. Right. right. This next go around. Um, but he's an incredible Olympic lifter. Um, but, you know, I ended up, I ended up not actually playing football my junior year in high school. And so I just really focused on Olympic lifting. Yeah. And uh, competing in Olympic lifting. And I did a few Olympic meets, um, local, a few, uh, one down in North Carolina. Um, and, and I really um, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, But when I got out of high school, um, you know, I played my senior year of football. And then uh, I continued training, uh, got out of high school, and started working. And uh, training kind of hit the back burner. Yeah. Um, for a while, you know, I was on again, off again. It was hot, and right. long days, and I, you know, everybody's got, re- got excuses. Reprioritize though, too. Yeah, before. yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not in school anymore. It's time to start growing yeah. up a little bit. You gotta start making a living for yourself. Right, right. And uh, so, you know, weight weight training kind of hit the back burner, and uh, I'd say from uh, the time, of maybe about, probably about the train time I turned 19, uh, you know, I really didn't touch weights. Uh, 19, 20. 21, you right. know, everybody turns 21 and drinks for a little while. Right, so, <laughs> right, uh, right, right. You know, and, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, man. You got to, I believe, uh, what did I say, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Oh, yeah. Um, I enjoyed lifting, but I, you know, I didn't love it. I liked it, but I didn't love it at the time. Um, obviously, because if I loved it, I never would have walked away right. from it. But uh, there was probably, I'd say... I graduated in 06, turned 19 in 07. So probably 07, 08, 09, and the first half of 2010, I didn't I didn't really touch the weights. You know, I got... Right. Um, There's a, a couple months here and there. I want to say late 2009, early 2010, I, you know, I did the Planet Fitness, went in there and... Went through the machines. You, 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 oh, oh yeah, I had a Planet Fitness. Why would membership. you go to Planet Fitness? At the time, Just at, at the it. time, Planet Fitness was very new. Uh, they didn't have commercials on TV or nothing like. Right, right. As far as I knew, there was one Planet Fitness, and it was you know in yeah. my neighborhood. Wow. Um, but I went there, and it, and it was cheap. I never knew that. About and I was you. like, hey, you know, like it's you know, it's a gym. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I, you know, ignorance is bliss, you know, and I was just trying to get it in, which I mean, I don't, I don't hate on nobody, man. Right. You know, if, if you can get a workout in a Planet Fitness, go to Planet Fitness yeah, and do a workout. Yeah, yeah. And there's been plenty of people, you know, everybody, oh, Planet Fitness don't want you doing this, they don't want you doing that. Well, you know, if, if Planet Fitness is what gets your foot in the door of weightlifting, yeah. then Planet Fitness is successful. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? And there's been plenty of people who have made life, had life change, fucking, excuse me. Life changes happen in the doors of Planet Fitness. I mean, mm-hmm. I know a few girls I went to school with, man, yeah. training Planet Fitness all the time. Right. And they've been over 200 pounds and in terrible shape. Yeah. Feel like crap about themselves. 
and have done exclusive training at Planet Fitness and now they look great and they feel awesome. Yeah. You know, they feel good about themselves. They're proud of how they look again. And, you know, I, I don't knock Planet Fitness. You know what I mean? We all joke, but on a real level, it, yeah. it works for some people. I was like, look, I, know, I only know Planet Fitness from the commercials. Now, if I looked at, if I saw Planet Fitness without seeing commercials or hearing anybody talk about it on YouTube and everything, I'll probably look and go, one, it's colorful, so human nature says I'm going to be attracted to it. Mm-hmm. Two, now, oh, they serve pizza? I'm not mad at that at all. <laughs> so yeah, if you're going from you know zero to whatever, the way to get in, any way to get in, some people, and you'll see it with uh, very obese people, you know, mm-hmm. people that are just you know, 6'1", 700 pounds, and they'll be like, well, I walked to the end of my driveway. Yeah. And then a year, two years later, they're not necessarily this muscular, you know, beauty, but they've knocked out 400 pounds. I mean, they're functional now. Oh, yeah. You know, they mean, can move yeah. it. So we've however seen you... the guys go from 650 pounds to now he weighs 400 pounds. And I His mean, spirit, you never everything. would have thought 400 pounds would look good yeah. if somebody could feel great about themselves. Yeah. I used, but... to, I used to see that on the, uh, what's that show? The Biggest Loser. Mm-hmm. They like you know they have somebody on there and they like they're finding a reveal. I remember I specifically remember a guy. He's like oh they got on the scale two hundred and fifty pounds and I'm thinking me I'm thinking I'm fat at two fifty yeah but that guy dropped all that weight two fifty now it doesn't look horrible yeah I mean, he looked because he's working out and everything too to get down I was like oh, I don't look bad so yeah it's, however you can start it I think. Just stick with it. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, relative to the the four hundred fifty pounds, maybe he started at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's a hundred times better than what he was at. Yeah, you can cuss on here, by the way. Okay. I just try not to. Yeah, I mean, it happens. Yeah. Anyway, heaven forbid you're an <laughs> adult. Yeah. But uh, you said uh, squat was your favorite exercise. Is that because that was the only one you were successful at, or was it just did it come easy to you? Because for me, mine was deadlift. But that was the first exercise I... I mean, everybody messed around with curl, but the first kind of bodybuilding, group buddy-buddy workout I ever did was deadlifts. And I out-deadlifted a guy that's been lifting for a year. He got mad at me. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. So that's why I always kind of defaulted deadlifts to get me back into it. So is that what happened when you were squat? You kind of went down with 225 and popped back up, and the coach was like, oh, wow. So you kind of followed that? Well, um, it definitely wasn't my first... Uh, in high school, like, as far as football training, just, I mean, like, when you start out, you put a squat bar in your back, it hurts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Until you squat for a while, it hurts, man. Yeah. It, you get swollen, and it sucks. Yeah. It just hurts. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Olympic training, like I said, you know, you squat all the time. So it's like, it's just another thing, really. It's not really a favorite or least favorite. It's just part of it. Right. Olympic lifting, you squat all the time. Um and then, uh, I'd say after high school, I kind of got away from solely Olympic training. And um, I, I kind of got to the point where I just wanted to train to look good. You know, I mean, I want <laughs> right. to... Everybody, all dudes want the big shoulders right, and big right. biceps. Is that the wrong with uh, No, absolutely right. not. Uh, but uh, I guess, you know, all the years of squatting, basically, with everything I did, I got pretty good at it. Um, at least what I thought was good at it. <clears throat> um... So, it kind of, like I said, I did, you know, the, the whole Planet Fitness thing, it got to the point where I was just going in and I get on the treadmill for 45 minutes or so. Right. And then, it kind of hit the, uh, 
the I guess the New Year's re- uh, resolutioners. Yeah, yeah. And I walk in that place and it is so packed. Yeah. I just kind of stopped as soon as I walked in the door. And I just like kind of looked around and the girl at the desk was like, "Is everything okay?" I just looked at her and shook my head and said, nah. <laughs> and I turned around and walked out. Right. And, you know, it was a couple months. And uh, and really, another thing I owe some, something to, uh, my foreman I was working for at the time, uh, he joined the gym. And I, all he ever talked about was going to the gym after work, going to the gym after work. And I'm like, you know, I used to go to the gym. Yeah. I was a has-been, you know what right. I'm saying? I used to train all the time. Back when I played football in high school, you right. know, I was a beast. Well... I was 296 pounds, and I. what really irritated me was the fact that simple things that people do, um, climbing up something, yeah. I realized that my body weight was more than I could handle, really. Getting winded and stuff, and you, well, you couldn't even... Yeah, I mean, kind of like how you get out of a pool, how you put your hands on like the edge of the pool yeah. and push yourself up, get up on a knee. I just drop, jump straight out. But yeah, Not, yeah, 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 of course, of course. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was to the point where I couldn't do something like that. Really? I couldn't put my hands up on something and push myself up enough to get a knee on the on the ledge. Yeah, yeah. And I, it was kind of like, wow. So at that point, you know, what I mean, you... like this is. I kind of looked at myself like the fat dude who get, couldn't get off of the couch by himself. Right, right. I mean, it was like, that hit me hard, man. Could have done a roll joint. <laughs> <laughs> so was it, because this is for religious or not or whatever, I've literally had, this is on and off working out, I literally had a voice in my head say, well, do something about it. Something happened. Yes. I, I, I can't remember exactly what I was doing. Looking in the mirror, or I, I, I thought I used to be strong or I want to do... And a, a freaking voice, do something because I always tell people that they go, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I wanna, I wanna uh, go. What's around here? I wanna, I wanna go see a navy ship. Well, just drive, go to the base. Just drive down there. You, can, you don't even have to go in the base. Just go do it. Just yeah. go do something, right? Yeah. So that's what happened to me one day, and this was, I think it was after I broke my back. But yeah, uh, whatever happened. But I just I said, all right, well, I'm starting tomorrow. And tomorrow, that's when I started just doing something mm-hmm. in the garage. Just something. And it eventually kind of snowballed into more consistent inconsistencies anyway. So is that what it like? Was it, was, is that what it was like with you? Or did you have to sleep on it for a week? <clears throat> um, no, you know, did you I, like I, said, I got to that point. Um, and, and, and it really upset me about myself. Like, right. you know, I was like, man, when I was, when I was in high school, you know, I went Olympic lifting took me from being one of the last guys in wind sprints mm-hmm. to where I was fast enough and I was in good enough shape. I was one of the first guys. Right. For the linemen, you know, I couldn't keep up with the backs, but I mean, yeah. how often do you know a lineman that can keep up with backs? <laughs> right. But, it's, you know, the backs would go and then we'd go, and I was, you know, number two or number three every time. Right. Consistent. And, you know, I, I felt awesome. I was in good shape. Yeah. And, I mean, I, you know, nobody likes to run, but I mean, I got to the point when I was still in school. Uh, in the summertime, I would go run at Mount Trashmore, around that big lake. Yeah. And uh, two laps is three miles. I got where I could do two laps, or it's about three and a half miles. Um, but I think my best time to run three miles was like 28 minutes. Right. And for yeah. somebody 240 pounds, that's not yeah. bad, dude. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I started looking back at, at how I had just let myself get to the point where I couldn't move my own body around. Right. And and it was really it was really a wake up call, man. And, you know, I I got kind of angry with myself. 
Um, but you need that. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody bottoms out at different points. Mm-hmm. Some people, they don't perform well at their job because they forgot one thing, one to do thing on their 40 things to do. Mm-hmm. And some people have to let all 40 things crash. But whatever it is, you kind of see it in the maturity. It's a turning part. point. Yeah, you have to say, well, cool, well, let's fix this. Yeah, so, um, you know, and then I found out uh, that my job would actually pay straight up half of a gym membership for like a half of an annual gym membership up to $500. So they, they'd they pay up to 250 bucks. Right. If you, you know, so I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join a gym. Um, and around here we have... At the time, the gyms I knew of was a East Coast Gym, which is like an old school bodybuilder style gym. Um, Flex Gym, which is an old school bodybuilder style gym, and Brute Strength Gym, which I had been to Brute once uh, when I was training at my house. Right. Um, I want to say it was right after I graduated. You know, I was training at my house pretty constantly. Um, but uh, me and a friend of mine had went up there just just to go check it out. Yeah, like, yeah. We had heard things about it. You know. So we're like, you know what, let's go up there, get a day pass and train. So actually, you know, we went up there, um, we had messed around with Atlas Stones a little bit. Mm-hmm. And really, that's the only thing I remember doing is Atlas Stones. I'm sure there was some other stuff we did. Right. But I, I do remember Atlas Stones. And uh, then we left, and for whatever reason, you know, we didn't go back. But uh, I went and checked out Flex, East Coast, and uh, then I went to Brute. Just kind of going around, you know, checking out which gyms I wanted to join and, right. and rates and all that stuff. And Brute was actually the last gym I went to. It was on a Sunday. Um, I'll say like one thirty, two o'clock in the afternoon. There was, you know, not many people in there. Um, Stella, the manager, she was she was in there. Right. Um, and she walked me around the gym and kind of showed us everything they had. And uh, I was like, well, all right, well, I didn't sign up that day. I said, you know, I'm going, I'm going to think about it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, see what I really want to do and what I'm really looking for to get out of this. And uh, so I went home. And uh, I went back that Monday, and I signed up, <clears throat> and uh, I started going. It was really, like, back then, um, Brute really, it's changed a lot. Um, it's changed, when, when was I down here, 2010? Mm-hmm. And I think uh, the CrossFit just started. Like, they just... They didn't have CrossFit back in 2010. No, it was... CrossFit won't even a thing around here. 2011, because they just put the, uh, they took the... Uh, Wheel. They moved that out and mm-hmm. put that rig right there, but that was like it. Yeah. And they didn't have anything else. It was still like, what are y'all CrossFitters doing here kind of thing? Because yeah. there was no space. They didn't kind of parcel that place off. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I joined there, and it, it, I trained by myself. Um, and uh, I was in there, I think it was like one, I don't know, probably like a Wednesday night. Right. I was in there. Um, there was this dude... Uh, in there benching and he, he benched uh I mean as far as I was concerned he was a freak man and, right. and he was a pretty strong dude but he, he benched in a shirt yeah and uh, I'd only ever seen one other dude bench in a shirt before and uh so it was like I was over there I forget what the hell I was doing I ain't no telling what I was doing right probably some half-assed shrugs or some stupid weight mm-hmm. but uh it was me a couple other guys him and he's like Hey man, you mind helping like you know hold the board like board benching or something? Yeah, yeah. And you know, so I go over there and I'm kind of helping him out in between my sets and stuff. And uh, I had heard that there was gonna be a uh, strongman event going on. Right. And since I can remember, I used to love watching World Strongest Man on TV. Yeah. And I was like, 
This is gonna be legit. Like it's back when they were doing they carry refrigerators and cars and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, so the guys, they they were, it was gonna be a St. Jude uh, Children's Hospital benefit, and it was gonna be a team. It was two main teams, um, and I, I forget exactly what the events were. I know there was a stone run. Um, there was a yoke carry. I don't know if there's a tire flip or not, but uh. You know some pretty some pretty common strongman events, right? And so I went up and I asked uh, the manager, you know, if she needed any help for the day of the contest. She was like, actually, you know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it was on a Saturday morning, and uh, so I got there early one Saturday morning, and we kind of set the stuff up, and the guys started coming in. And I mean, back then I was um, at that point, I you know, like I said, I joined Brutus, two hundred ninety six pounds, and in terrible shape, right? Um, but uh, in the first, like, two and a half, three months, I went from almost 300 pounds down to about 270. Wow. I cut a lot, of, a lot of weight. I mean, it just left me, like, crazy. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so, I lost a bunch of weight. Let's see, well, I'm trying to get my timeline right. Uh-uh. Um, but anyway, we, I went in, you know, I worked that event. I was like, man, you know, this, is, this is pretty awesome. And, uh, one of the things, it was kind of funny, actually, because I had that, that big black frame carry, that yeah, steel frame yeah, carry. Yeah. And that was that was one of the events. I think it was yoke and frame carry, like yoke down and frame carry back. Right, right. And I think one of the guys would take the yoke down, and when he crossed the line, the other guy would take off right. with the frame. And uh, so the frame was like out in the middle of the lane. And uh, it's, I mean, empty is 500 pounds. And uh, we, um, the frame was on the middle of the floor. We needed to move it for something. Yeah. And I was like, hey, does this need to like get put away or something? And they were like, yeah, it goes down there. So I reached down. I mean, no straps on, no belt, no warm-ups, <laughs> and a hoodie and cargo shorts and tennis shoes. Right. And picked this thing up, carried it down there, and set it down. Right. And uh, at the time, Mark was like, man, that dude, you know, yeah. he, I, I'm talking to him today, like, or not today, but, you know, now. Yeah. And uh, we're, we've become pretty good friends, and he was actually on one of those teams. And uh, he's like, man, you know, I went up to tell him, I was like, who is this dude? Yeah. So, like, oh, he just joined, you know, a couple months ago, and he's been, you know, he's been training here and stuff. You talking about uh, Mark Kimner? Kim, yeah, Kim. Yeah, and uh, Mark was like, that dude is strong. <laughs> like, to just come, you know, just cold, pick up the frame and tote it down there, mm-hmm. you know, like, that's that's kind of impressive, you know? Did, did it hurt, though? Did, what, did you, when you picked no, it up, were you like, ooh, it is heavy? Oh, yeah, this is like, kind of heavy, you know, but I mean, I, I picked it up and moved it where it needed yeah, to go. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that was kind of like it opened my eyes to the strong man and I was like man you know, this is pretty cool so uh, a couple of my buddies had joined so we kind of had they called us the wrecking crew right. it was me uh, Derek and my boy Mike and uh, we trained pretty regular together for a while and uh, but we went in there and you know we do our, our little routine that we had and uh, there was a few of the older guys that had been doing strongman and they kind of started showing me the strongman implements yeah. and how to do certain things and um and then, uh, you know, I signed up. They had a strongman contest coming up. Um, I want to say that team event was in, like, October or November or something in the right. fall. And they had a uh, a strongman, a regular strongman event coming up that January or February. I don't remember. It was the first one. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to sign up for this thing. Yeah. And uh, so I signed up for the novice class. And... Uh, me and uh, one other boys that I train with now, um, Kevin, we were both novice, and uh, he actually went before me, 
on uh, the first three events. And it was pretty funny because, you know, he'd go and he'd get a certain time for that event. And then I'd go and beat him by like a second. Right. And I just barely did beat him on the first three events just the same way. Right. You know, I mean, by a second or less, I beat him on the first three events. And uh, then we had a, a max axle deadlift. Um, and I actually hit a huge PR. We all, I was like three of us tied with a 550 axle deadlift. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think he ended up winning that event. And I think I got third. It was based off of body weight. Yeah. So they split it up like that. And uh, then the last event was Stones, and uh, it was a stone run. I forget the weights, but uh, the last stone was a 300 to the 40-inch platform, and he had loaded his, and he had a pretty decent time, and I got my first four loaded, and I was ahead of him by like eight seconds. Yeah. I was beating him, and I went to load the 300 stone, and it hit the edge of the table, and I went to like shove it up, and the whole table rocked and was flipped over. <laughs> right. So I drop it, and it hits the ground, and I got to pick it and reload it, and I just barely lost yeah. that event. Yeah. And I ended up getting second to him. And mm. since then, he always gives me shit because, oh, you never beat me in a strongman contest. I'm <laughs> right. like, you know what, man? That was like six years ago. Right. But, uh, so, yeah, that was that was my first strongman contest, and, uh, since then, I, I've pretty much been hooked, man. Um, it's been, I mean, this is the longest I've ever been training and not really got away from it. I think the longest I've ever stayed out of out of brute, um, there was a time I had to work out of town. Um, I think I spent like six weeks where I really didn't do anything yeah. as far as weight training goes. Um, but after that six weeks, I found a, a place I could live when I was out of town. I think I was out of town for like four months. Right. Um, but I found a place where I could, you know, do some kind of training and uh, stuck it out, you know, and got finished with that job. And now, I mean, it's, it's second nature when I go out of town. I'm Googling, you know, finding places to train when I'm gone. Yeah. And uh, where was the last, no, where was the last place you did? You just did a squat video? <clears throat> uh, that's in uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina, down around Camp Lejeune. You do 600? 605 for four. Yeah, and a and a strange gym where you don't know nobody. It's pretty scary. Yeah, I saw um, a guy spot you. They weren't a, they weren't big guys. Nah, they were really young military. Marines. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, look like they just got out of boot camp. <laughs> they seem small, kind of just like kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really. I mean, I'm almost thirty years old, so yeah. You know, boys are nineteen, twenty, twenty-one years old. I mean, I kind of look at it like kids. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't that long ago. I, you know, we were there. But, right, right. You know, it's still it's a it's it's a big difference, man, between. You know, nineteen, twenty, and twenty-eight, twenty-nine years old. This yeah. is you do a lot of growing up in that time frame. Right. Um, but yeah, man, they were they were great guys. Um, I mean, I didn't know them from anybody. Right. Uh, but I was just like, hey, man, you know, y'all think you can kind of like give me a spot and hang out? And yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. And uh, I like, so you just going for one? I was like, nah, man, I'm supposed to hit four with this. And they're like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, you know, one dude was like, hey, man, can I get a video? Like, I've never seen anybody lift like this. Right. And, and around Brute, I mean, a 600 squat is decent, but it's not like, oh, my God, you know, that guy's squatting 600 pounds. Yeah. You know, and, and really being around a gym where you just got a bunch of freaks, it's, it's kind of, you're kind of numb to a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Where, you know, I mean, I'll get mad because I can't squat 650 or, you know, I'm mad. 625 feels heavy today. Well, guess what? 625 is heavy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and there's no reason why you should be really that upset that it feels a little heavy. You like? Yeah. I think it's uh, if 
it's the same as your group of friends. Like if you're the smartest guy in the group or whatever, it's because of your group. Yeah. If you're the slowest, you're the poorest, you're the richest. Same thing like with lifting, because all of, all I've ever really gone to was uh, body not bodybuilding, but like kind of like regular commercial, commercial gyms. gyms. Yeah. So you see a guy put three fifteen on a flat bench, you kind of go, uh, that's a that's a it's a lot to me because mm-hmm. I'm a two twenty five two fifty guy, right? Mm-hmm. So 315 on the flat bench for reps, you kind of go, man, that guy's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. And then the first time I saw 315 on the incline, I went, ooh, that's, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. But then after uh, after going to Brute, uh, after going to Brute and seeing guys like really squat 400 like it's nothing. What's that guy, Thomas? Like, Tom, mm-hmm. and then uh, when I was there, uh, Jamie, big Jamie, black, ball guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he, still there. Like when they were moving weight, I was like, ooh. I should just go over here to the uh, curl rack because <laughs> the just the they're given another 150 pounds in every lift, but that environment kind of breeds that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and not that you'd be shunned because I think I just, I just saw on Instagram from Brute some still I think it was today. Oh, I saw it today. Some skinny dude, man. He had like 25s on the fucking on the bar, mm-hmm. and like I think it was the competition. Like he yeah. dropped it and he said press. He pushed it up. But that guy still kind of gets uh, praised, like, "Hey, you got the press or whatever." Oh, so, well, it's it's it has nothing to do with the weight on the bar. Yeah. It has to do with making yourself better than you were the last time, making yourself stronger than you were the last time, or at least pushing yourself mm-hmm. mentally. You know, it's, it's that's what it's about. It's about the effort. It's not about the weight. Yeah. It's not about who it is. It's not about what you look like. Um, and, and gravity think, and iron sees no race, <laughs> it doesn't sees care. no gender. Doesn't care. It don't make workout. It doesn't gravity. Care. Nothing. It doesn't care if it's a bad day for you. Because I've done that before, where I would go to, the, I would go work out, and I'm old school, so I do seated military press with the dumbbells. So I do 35, 40, and I it, it hurt so bad. Mm-hmm. But I just got one more set. I put forty five on there, and they fly up off my shoulder. I go, what? What is going on with the? With, to me, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I put fifty on. Like it, it. I think at the end of everything, at the end of the day, I hate saying it at the end of the day, but whether it's brute, whether it's Planet Fitness, whether it's uh, well, brute has CrossFit too. I think the common denominator with every lifter, Olympic lifting. Um, uh, circuit training mm-hmm. the common denominator is seeing and understanding the struggle yeah because like you like we were talking about like the fat person that's, that cuts down to 400 pounds the person that goes in that's 135 pounds fresh rookie that ends up actually squatting 225 or whatever it is like everyone knows the struggle and depending on the environment and usually it's good people are trying to help you yeah not being bossy we're going, well, look, dude, if you're going to squat, if you're going to deadlift, your feet should probably be around, right around here. Yeah. And you should probably keep your chin up, like whatever the, the tweak is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's usually, that's what I see mostly in brute because aside from the name, it's really about moving objects. So mm-hmm. then you say, well, how do I move them the most efficient way? Mm-hmm. Like you were saying with the, uh, with the not the former carry, the, uh, the frame carry. Mm-hmm. You didn't have straps, you didn't have... Well, how you lifted it was probably the most efficient way. You could have drug it down that way for 20 yards or whatever that thing is. Like, oh, I'll just pick it up. So I think that's the biggest the common denominator I've always seen is somebody mentioned they can't do it. Or a girl. You see a lot of girls. Even when I, it, it's, it's more common now because, because of CrossFit and stuff. 
But you'll see a girl do a, a one thirty five bench press, mm-hmm. and it's like I've never. I don't think I've ever seen them do it in real life. But to understand that the way the female body's made and built and all this, that's just not a strong press for it. It's not a strong movement. Yeah. But when they do it, it's in the back of my mind. Like, yes. And she may be hot too, but yeah. I'm like, yes, she got it. Because mm-hmm. I know what it's like to only have the bar, only have tens. Okay, now you got fifteen. You got twenty with a spotter. Like I know what it's like for people to want you to do it. Yeah. And you finally, oh, uh, you finally achieve that goal. Yeah, I mean, for me, six one, three hundred twenty pounds. I remember back in the day when I was hype. I went home and told my dad <laughs> the first time I bench pressed a hundred pounds. Right. Dad, right. I benched a hundred pounds a day. He's mm-hmm. like. Really? Right, right. I'm like, what? Yeah. He's like, it's 100 pounds. I'm like, but yeah, I bench press 100 pounds. Yeah. And like, he didn't really get it. Like, all right, you know, it's 100 pounds. But like, for me, that's 100 pounds. Yeah. 100 pounds is a lot. Right. You know, to think, a, a kid in ninth grade, that's 100 pounds. But just, you know? I think this maybe not not your father had didn't have respect for it, but 100 pounds is still heavy. Yeah, yeah. If there's a TV, there's a couch, there's a refrigerator, there's something. How much that way? That's 100 pounds. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hey, give me a hand with this. This is yeah, 100 yeah. pounds. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I think because um, he already had a number in his head like, well, yeah, it's 100. Okay. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. But to you, yeah, yeah. At one time, that's one time you would love for your father to have lied to you. Yeah. Like, yeah, shit, yeah, fucking right. Woo. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it happens, man. And, uh, I try not to, whenever people are beginning to lift, like my wife, she'll try to do some stuff. and Whatever they can get, I go, that's awesome. All right. But yeah. I'm a guy that always says, okay, well, let's do more next time. Well, I don't know. You're just going to just stay at your number then. What are you doing it for? Oh, yeah. I'm not saying tomorrow you're going to double that. or you know, But tomorrow, let's last Let's get another set, rep. Yeah, yeah, let's something. Get a, let's get a little more weight. Let's, you know, let's improve. Yeah, yeah. All right, it was hard. Let's make it. You know, a little smoother rep. Yeah. Let's make it where instead of getting all crooked and shaking, Doesn't where you can hit it for a double, you know? Doesn't everybody do that on the bench press when they first start? Yes. Like their left arm's down, oh, yeah. right side. Well, I'll tell you what, man. My sister, I got my sister to finally get in brute. Actually, my dad tricked her into coming to brute. How do you trick somebody? <laughs> uh, so it was her birthday. Right. And my dad's like, yo, go get dressed. Let's Let's get in the car. Right. And uh, she's like, well, where are we going? How do I need to dress? She's like, you know, just get some, some like, tennis shoes and, like, a hoodie or something, you know. Right. It ain't, ain't got to be real fancy, like some, you know, some, some sweatpants or something. You yeah. know? We're, we're just going right up the street. So she's like, uh, all right. So she's, you know, my sister, she's like me. She don't trust nobody. <laughs> it's her birthday. Somebody's about to do something. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? right. So she gets dressed. She's like, all right, let's go. So they get in the truck. And I'm already at the gym. I know what's going on. Yeah. Right? And, uh. So, you know, they're about halfway through the drive, and she's, you know, we go in here, we go in there, and he's just like, look, just, just ride. Yeah. We'll be there in a few minutes. So she finally gets a hint, oh, shit, we're going to Brute. Right. Gets all nervous, and, oh, oh my God, I, I don't belong here, you know. Yeah. And, you know, and, dude, my sister, man, she was, I, I don't know how much she weighed, but uh, when her and my uh, soon-to-be worthless ex brother in law. Uh, um, before that when they decided to get divorced, um she was she was pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah. Um but uh she she actually I bought for Christmas I bought her a uh, one of those Fitbits. Yeah. Um you yeah. know I was like I don't wanna be like, look, you're fat, you need right. to lose some weight. Right. But, you know, 
this is a way I can buy it. Look, you know, I was thinking, you know, you've said you want to lose some weight. You said you want to get in better shape. Here's this. It's mm-hmm. a tool to help you move in the right direction. And to be honest with you, when I bought it, I was like, well, I might as well throw this $20 out the window or this, well, 60 or 70 bucks. Yeah. I might as well throw this in the trash. Like, right. You know, but you know what? I'm going to make this purchase. I'm going to give her this gift and hopefully it moves her in the right direction. Yeah. Um, so she started using it and she was like, you know, I just walked so many of this or I walked this or, right. you know, I did this at work and so when I got home I was only at this many steps so I went for a walk yeah well she started losing weight right imagine that and right. you know then her birthday this, this was Christmas and then her birthday came around and my dad gets her in the brute and uh, I see him walk in she's just looking around like oh my god yeah. like I can't believe this so she gets in there and you know she's all nervous and mm-hmm. you know don't really want to I don't belong here and this ain't my kind of gym, and right. so you know, my dad like, look, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay up front. I think it was like two or three months. I can pack this deal. You yeah. buy a few months up front. Um, so he gets her a few months, and uh, she starts going, and I, I kind of helped her with a few things. Um, uh, let's see, that was her birthday. I want to say that she was she was working out in tennis shoes, and uh, that Christmas I actually bought her a pair of uh, those Adidas. Lifter shoes, like uh, really, uh, power lift trainers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. kind of like a uh, hybrid Oli shoe sort of thing. Right. But I got her those, and she seemed to really like that. And you know, we got her squatting, and uh, she was just, you know, I want to squat one thirty, one thirty five. You know, the big wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so she got over a hundred pound squat, and she was happy about that. And I mean, that was really awesome. And then. Uh, I was like, you know, I was like, how do you feel pretty good? And she was like, yeah, you know, I feel good. I was like, well, the weights, you know, it looks like you, you know, you look, you're looking strong. Like the weights right. are looking like they're moving easy. I was like, let's go a little heavier. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, all right. She had 25s on the bar. Right. So we put a five up there. She does one or two. I said, right, that's good. And I said, let's go up a little bit more. So we put another five up there. Right. And she went, I said, just do one this time. And uh, so I'm kind of staying close spotting her. And we actually get to the point where there's a, a 25, I think two 10s, and a 5. Yeah. So it's actually, what, 145 pounds in the bar. Right. But it doesn't look like much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so she gets it, and she hits it, and uh, I said, nah. I said, let's do another one. Mm-hmm. So she does another one. She does a double Just with 145. Sure. Right. And smooth. And I was like, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> right. And uh, this, I mean, this, is, this wasn't that long ago, and uh, a couple months ago. And uh, so I was like, hey, let's do this. Rack it. And I was like, pull those plates off, and then, you know, we rack the plates. And then I got a 45. Yeah. slid a 45 on the bar. Right. And she's like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, just get a 45 put it on the bar, please. So she gets it, puts it, you know, wrestles it up there on the bar. Right. And 45s like, are heavy, man. Yeah, for some like, reason. This is terrifying, right? <laughs> right. She's like, I can't do this. <laughs> and I said, Holly, you know how much weight this is? She said, Yeah, it's 135 pounds. I said, You know how much weight was just on the bar that you just did a double with? She said, Well, no, I didn't really, you know, right. we were just lifting. I didn't really count. I said, That was 145 pounds. I yeah. said, That's 10 more pounds than what you got here. Right. She was like, No. And I said, Holly, there's a 25, two tens, and a five. What does that add up to? Well, yeah, I guess it is 145 pounds. I said, all right, now get under this weight and mm-hmm. move it. Yeah. So she gets under 135, walks out, hits it for a triple. Are I got serious? a video of it in my phone. 
<laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so, awesome. I mean, that was like, that was a huge deal. Right. Terrified right. of 45 pound plates. Right. They look so heavy. And well, those, so are the, the, those are the big deal in the most gyms, the 45s. Yeah. How many plates? I remember, uh, this is probably 2003, it was always well, how many plates? How many plates? Now mm-hmm. they're wheels and stuff, right? But that was the big thing. I mean, I couldn't imagine being a female going into, because Brute is not. Dude, I, I was intimidated when I joined. I, I didn't talk to nobody. There's not one Nautilus machine in there, is there? There may be no, a peg deck or something. Not. Yeah, there's a peg deck, but it's not Nautilus. But I'm saying the cable oh, yeah, yeah, machine. Yeah. yeah. So w- going in that environment, it's not this big, bright, fancy place. Oh, no. You know it's what I'm dusty saying? and it's and then you got black and red everywhere. You got a cat like, uh, uh, what's that? I just, I just said his name. Thomas in there doing whatever. Whatever oh, he feels like. Frontlegs! And then, <laughs> what freaked me out, we got Stella front squatting 405. <laughs> like, you walk into that and you just go, I don't know. Like, I, it was easy for me to get over it uh-huh. because I've been to other gyms and I went in there with Luke the first time. So, I kind of knew, I know I'm out of my element. Oh, you got so, somebody telling you, so when hey, it, look, you know, there's going to be this, there's going to oh, yeah, well, she does this and yeah. he does that. You got somebody telling you. Oh, you'll be all right. Patting you on the yeah. back, like like did I, I? I didn't dare put more than two plates on anything because I was like, these guys can already outlift me, yeah. so I'm not gonna go here and make a fool of myself. Yeah, that's why. Uh, I think the same way, same thing, similar with your sister. I did uh, my first Atlas Stone was like two twenty five or something, mm-hmm. and Luke was like, "What the? Yeah, well, try this two fifty. And kind of went up until I failed." It was kind of the same thing because I didn't know how to lift this. He kind of showed me, but I didn't know what. I never did. Dude, two twenty five for never doing it sounds good. Yeah, I see. Was like, what? Like, oh, I right, was well, go. And I, I forget what weight I ended up failing on, but it's probably the same kind of thing. Like all this is stuff is new. Mm-hmm. So let's see what you can do. Okay, let's tweak this, tweak that, tweak that. Okay, now you've not plateaued. You've got to a point where you have confidence now. That's mm-hmm. why I was. Uh, I thought about staying in here another day. When I come down again, I'll probably stop over there. I was like, I've never, I haven't done stones in years. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to be in the next competition. Is it probably the last time you were here with Luke? Yeah. Which was almost four years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, just. Well, you left long before he did. Yeah, I was only here for a couple months waiting to leave. But um, I think the things like uh, Fitbit, because I've, I've had Fitbits and Nike had one. Whatever. I had a few of them. And the only reason I've gotten them is because I lost the will to move. Mm-hmm. So before movement was always weight training. So I'll, I definitely think they're good tools because it is that you go. Oh, I got to get this number. So you get home from work and well, you go on the walk. Wonder, man. Really, like you know, yeah, you know, I feel tired. I must have really walked a lot today. Well, you only walked twenty four hundred steps. Right. That ain't shit. Right. Like, <laughs> right. you didn't even walk a quarter of a mile today, but you feel like crap. Yeah, and then you kind of turn it into the point where like, you, you, your mind is a terrible tool. Um, I mean, you can feel like garbage, but you look at something and go, oh, "Damn, I only walked a quarter of a mile today." Right. I still got three quarters of a mile to do. Yeah. So all of a sudden, what is that? That's motivation. Yeah, yeah. To get up and do something. And that's the and, worst Well, guess what? Well, I've been walking a mile every day, and then it's, it turns into. Well, I really feel that mile I walked yesterday to, well, I only walked a mile yesterday. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just getting, it's getting your foot in the door is the hardest, man. And I've heard several, well, not several people say, but I heard something a while back that really stuck with me. 
And they say the hardest lift you can ever do is your ass off the couch. That's true. That that first step is the hardest. Yeah. In anything you do, in whatever you want to do. Yeah. The first step is always the hardest. Is the being a diet. You know, going to the store, buying the stuff, and getting through your first day of eating yeah. clean is the absolute hardest. Just, just, oh, just to agree with you, yeah. But anything, it's always, and people seem tend to have a negative side to it. They say you fell off the wagon, and this, I, I'll say it. I heard Diamond Dallas Page say it, but he said, "Well, look, man." Say you're eating clean. Say you're walking. Say you're lifting. Whatever you're doing, right? You're not drinking. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, you do it for a week, and then you fall off on that eighth day. He's always like, well, look, you had seven good and one bad. Well, let's start up on the next one. Yeah, and get another, get another seven. Yeah, let's let's get back to where we fell off and get one more. Like, there's always that one. You you can always you always get wobbly, like skateboard. Like, you always get wobbly, but if you fall, all right, well, what did you do? What What triggered it? Mm. Well, man, with the Dairy Queen, so. <laughs> like, okay, well, let's stay away from Dairy Queen. Yeah. Oh, but we have to go to Dairy Queen because you got to pick your son up from work, and sometimes you're there early. Cool. So if you have to get something, and that's where um, things like my fitness pal kind of help out. You go well, uh, all the things on the menu. I can't have that. Mm. I can't have it every day. Yeah. But that's the least evil thing that mm-hmm. I can do. And it's the same with anything. Like like I say, you go to the gym, well, just lift something. It's not mm-hmm. your program, but lift something. Or if you're going to walk, you say, I'm tired, blah, blah, Well, let me, I'll try to get 6,000 steps then. Because I'm not getting my 10 today. That's mm-hmm. not happening. But getting your 6 still helps you move. Yeah, it's better than the 3 you're at right now. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, that's the same what happened with me after uh, after my injury. I, and the, the doc was like, okay, you can walk. So it just started making uh, new goals because the the babysitter is a half mile away, so it's a mile total. So once I got that down, I was like, "Well, let's try a mile and a half. Let's try two miles. Two miles. Let's try. Let's try three on a Saturday. I don't have any responsibilities, right? I don't mm-hmm. have to go to work. So now doing three miles is pretty normal. Like it's always you're always trying to build up to the next biggest thing for you, but you you were right. The the hardest part is. Where do I start? How do I start? When do I start? Why do I start? Yeah, and, and really it's um, comfort zone is a huge joy killer, man. Yeah. You get somebody to somewhere they ain't never been and they're just terrified. Right. And, and I mean, really the saying life begins at the edge of your comfort zone is really true. Yeah. Because guess what? Your life will end in your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing, nothing bad is going to happen to you right. for, you know, making it a little bigger. So... You know, I mean, people are so scared to change. Yeah. And um, it's to see somebody, to be able to be the person that says you can do it. Yeah. And they actually believe you and they accomplish what they want to accomplish. Yeah. It's an awesome feeling, man. And I, I mean, I really feel like, you know, the camaraderie you make with your, your boys you see in the gym. Um if it wasn't for Brute, I wouldn't know you were Luke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Luke will hold you and I both accountable. Yeah. If I say, hey, Luke, prime example. Hey, I'm qualified to go to USS Nationals. You ought to qualify. <laughs> right. You know, we could go compete together. Right. Okay. Hey, Mark, you want to qualify and go to USS Nationals? Well, yeah. You know, it'd be cool to get the crew back together right. again. Right. 
Dude, every day. You called up yet? Yeah. Nah, I got to meet on March 19th. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. You better you better win. Yeah. All right, Luke. All right, Luke. And then guess what? Two, three days later. Hey, what's good? Oh, nothing. You qualified yet? <laughs> nah, Luke. It ain't March 19th yet. All yeah. right, well, just make sure you ain't forget. Right. You dude, like... That's how he is with me to the day. To this day, he'll hit me with some shit. You train today? I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, like, he'll guilt you and be like, all right, man, I'll work out. And he's the one that signed me up for the uh, Beast of the East uh-huh. months ago. Yeah, you should try this one out. And I'm like, I leave in May. Uh, and then a few, well, a week ago, I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll do it. Why not? But he's the dude that's like, do whatever you do. Family man, whatever. But you will lift something. I don't oh, care yeah. what you live. live yeah. Go get a car jack and jack up a car. Go do something today. Yeah. That's uh because of him. That's why I, I, he, I think that video's on Facebook. But like I pulled three seventy five, and he's always that guy. Like that's all. I'm like, yo, I haven't lifted <laughs> in a year. I'm like, I don't have any more weights. So he's like, even now, he's like, all right, well, uh, he said, come Monday, and it needs to be 405. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> so now I got to go to the gym at work. Like, I have to go load that. But you need that kind of positive peer pressure to kind of push you. Because when I did, I think I warmed up to whatever. Like, I did 135, of course, 220. Like, I just kind of played it up. And then I looked, I said, oh, my God, it's 375. So I pulled it, I did like. Uh, <sighs> Three sets of three, something, right? My grip is gone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, three sets of three. So when he said 405, I was like, I could probably pull 405. At least one. Oh, yeah. Could, you, know, you can right? do three by three with 375. Yeah. And that's cold. That's not training. I was like, because that day I was like, I should just do that. I have to do something. So you, I think you need that kind of stuff. And even like you're talking about with your sister, it's like at a point, I don't know how much she weighs. I don't know what her goal is. But oh, but fact, yeah, I mean, she lost. Uh, since I bought her that Fitbit, she's yeah. lost over 75 pounds. That's what I was going to say. You know, even if she hasn't lost anything, the fact that she's moving, is she's still going back to brute, just those two positives. Because usually you need something going, like, you, what is it called, like uh, perpetual motion? Whatever. You need something going to get something else going. You're not well, going to... She's lost the weight, and she's also off of antidepressant medication, too. Yeah. And she's off of blood pressure medicine. That daggone depression. Like you were saying, the mind is crazy. You can make yourself happy or sad. So yeah. the fact, the second a person accomplishes anything, they get that, you know, that, that spike. Like, oh, I don't have to live in this dark place? Well, no. And that's why even me, it's kind of cliche, but you do kind of go to the gym to uh, for stress relief. Even if you fail in the gym. Mm-hmm. Like what you say, you didn't, uh, you didn't squat 325 or 625 or deadlift. Oh, I'm saying like, if you, you're yeah. still mad, but you're like, oh, well, you know, I got it. I'll get it tomorrow. Yeah. Let your girlfriend break up with you or some shit. You won't get it tomorrow. You'll sit in that pool for months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When the gym is kind of like, all right, I, I'll get it tomorrow. You don't get it tomorrow. I'll get it the third day. And then you don't get it for a week. You're like, what in the fuck? And you got, I'm not taking my pre-workout 20 minutes before the lift. That's what it is. Mm. Everything else in life. It's so hard to find an answer and then accept it. No. I, and, I mean, and I tell you what, man, it's just, uh, yeah, I've heard a, a bunch of people say it. Gravity don't give a shit. It doesn't? Gravity don't care if you woke up late, if you was late to work, if you had a bad day, if your car broke down, if your girl cheated on you, if the dog died. Gravity don't give a shit. Right. And the iron don't give a shit. Right. You think iron cares? Go drag a bar <laughs> up your shin. You're right. going to bleed 
whether you had a good day or a bad day. Yeah, yeah. Iron is still iron, and gravity is still there, and still strong. Gravity PRs every day. Right, that's true. So I mean, it, dude, it's it's just one of those things. It's a constant, man. Right. Iron. I mean, they say getting bit by the iron bug. Iron is. It will be your best friend. It'll be your worst enemy. It's up to you. Yeah. To to make what you can of it, you yeah. know. And I mean that's that's why I love it, man. It's I've made lifelong friends. Yeah. And I mean, really, it's it's probably saved my life because I'd probably be in terrible shape. Right. Right. And if I, if I never got back in the gym. I don't. I mean, I don't even think about it. It's not even a question anymore. It almost holds you to a standard that you you don't see it, but it just holds you like I have to go lift. And mm-hmm. kind of by default, call me crazy, but calories in versus calories out, energy in versus energy expended versus energy not. If you expend more energy, you lose weight or you maintain a weight. And by doing that, you can get to like you were saying the nationals or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just kind of by default, like nobody, kids that can read. Usually grow up and be adults that can read, and guess what? They end up being smart. Well, yeah. just because they read, they don't read well, they to be smart. educated. Yeah, they don't do it to be smart. It's just a byproduct, but it's specific to the action. Yeah. So, w- whichever way you get to it, man, I think it's uh, it's well worth it. Yeah, dude, I man. love it, man. We will wrap this up. We've been on here about an hour. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. You got uh, Instagram is big fun. Big though. fun done. And two G's, two N's, and <laughs> two more N's. <laughs> All right, that's the episode for today. Um, I'll put the link for Brute Strength Gym and uh, Global Force for Gains in the description below. So, uh, catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening.